Hello, Tom Myers here. If you're like me and you've got a lot to say, a lot of stories to share, a lot of opinions to give, then listen up. I'm going to talk about something that's going to take your passion for podcasts to the next level. I'm talking about the 7 Million Bikes podcast course. This is the podcasting course you need. Imagine having the skills, the knowledge, and the confidence to create, produce, and grow a successful podcast. And you're not doing it alone. I'm talking about Neil Mackay, the podcast guy, founder of 7 Million Bikes Podcasts. He knows what it takes to turn your passion into a podcast that stands out. He's going to guide you through everything from podcast ideas that resonate to nailing that audio production and even editing your episodes like a pro. With 23 tutorials and over three hours of video content, this course is packed with practical tips, real-world examples, and everything you need to know to get started. Just $97 for a wealth of knowledge that'll set you up for podcasting success it's a no-brainer think about it less than a hundred bucks to unleash your creativity share your story and potentially even turn your passion into a profitable business people like ian payton who's taken the course launched their own podcast and already in the top 10 percent of podcasts worldwide and you could be next the seven million bikes podcast course is your ticket to podcasting greatness. Go to the link in my show notes right now and let's make your podcasting dream a reality. Hi, I'm A.A. Ron, the owner and producer of Oddly Funny Productions. That's A-W-D-L-Y Funny Productions. Bombing Run, the original comedy combat game show. It's an hour's worth of comedians clashing with their jokes. And soon to be released, Orbs Wacky World, a talk show with a twist. It will be a mix of comedy, unusual questions and music with orb as the host oddly funny productions we might be odd but we bring the funny to you that's a-w-d-l-y funny productions hey everyone it's me again if you're tired of listening to this show with all these ads in the way go ahead and subscribe to my patreon in addition to listening to this show without the ads you also get extended versions of these episodes and bonus clips as well doesn't cost that much you can get plans for as low as one dollar a month you can show the love and your support just go to patreon.com slash tom myers spelled m-y-e-r-s and subscribe and listen and enjoy today again that's patreon.com slash Tom Myers. Love this podcast? Support this show through the ACAST supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Hello, and welcome to Tom Myers versus the rest of the world. This is 2023 Best of and Unheard Bits, so far, part one. In this episode, we will listen to some of our favorite moments, plus some bits that didn't quite make the initial airings. Joining me tonight are Jeff Heisen, Abby Mello, Michelle Wojcikowski, Ward Morrow, Devine Kerr, Joshua Postel, Gina Brown, Sidney Allen, Davin Rosenblatt, Polite Kitty, and Joe Gorman. It's the first podcast episode of 2023. Uh, the year started off with the final regular season game uh, between the Bengals and the Bills canceled when a player lost consciousness and collapsed on the field. The player, Bill's safety, DeMar Hamlin, is okay. And to make it even better, uh, Monday Night Football had the best season-ending cliffhanger ever. <laughs> Uh, some conservative pundits were saying that DeMar Hamlin's collapse on the field 
was due to a reaction to the COVID vaccine. The people who say those kind of things are the people I actually want to see collapse on live TV. (laughs) (laughs) Buzz Aldrin got married again. He's 93 and his new wife is 63. And much like the moon, he's not the first person to leave something of his honor. <laughs> Oleg Deripaska, a Russian oligarch, says that Russia could run out of money in 2024 because of its actions in Ukraine. It must be true. Otherwise, Vladimir Putin would have had the funds to ensure that Deripaska died of natural causes by falling out of a high rise window. <laughs> uh. Fox's diversity hire resigned from her job because she lied about her ethnic background. Leave it to Fox to inadvertently make a diversity hire who's a Muslim who turns out to be white. Oh, my God. Wow. (laughs) I start off with the light stuff first, so buckle in. You know this. (laughs) Literally, light. (laughs) Kyle Rittenhouse says he is having trouble paying his legal bills. You'd think that even with all his TV and live appearances, his last resort would be starting an OnlyFans, but he wouldn't want to be a part of a shoot where no one gets killed. Imagine Kyle Rittenhouse starting an OnlyFans. Since he's so into self-defense, he may come on his own computer screen as a preemptive strike. The same way I do before I get ready to read my Facebook comments. (laughs) Kyle Rittenhouse compared himself to Jesus. The only thing in common he has with Jesus is people want to see him nailed to a cross. (laughs) Uh, It's the first show since daylight savings time began for the year 2023. Uh, For some reason this year, everybody was complaining about losing an hour. But given my drinking history, I've had it worse. I'm glad this particular Saturday night, I only lost one hour. (laughs) Former Donald Trump advisor Kellyanne Conway and her husband are getting divorced after 22 years of marriage. It is going to be rough for her, considering now she has to find a man willing to be with her without having to suppress a gag reflex. (laughs) Speaker Kevin McCarthy said that if President Biden met his terms on the debt, then he would make Biden a, quote, soft lunch. In return, Biden said he would try to convince Marjorie Taylor Greene to give Kevin McCarthy his nuts back. (laughs) Fox reported that a Biden appointee was confused by a question asked by Louisiana Senator John Kennedy. Is it any wonder Louisiana Senator John Kennedy talks like President John Kennedy if, instead of being shot, he was hit upside the head with a tire iron for 12 hours? (laughs) Former Vice President Mike Pence will not appeal a court's decision to testify before Special Prosecutor Jack Smith's grand jury. The agreement to testify was reached when one of the judges let Pence call him mother. (laughs) Someone heckled former House Speaker Nancy Pelosi by calling her a sad old drunk. As if it's a bad thing. She was born and raised in Baltimore, where sad, old, and drunk are retirement goals. And if you hit all three, you get the trifecta. Robert F. Kennedy Jr. is challenging Biden for the Democratic nomination for president in 2024. How does Kennedy think he can take on the Democratic establishment? He's an anti-vaxxer. He's afraid to take on a needle. Robert F. Kennedy taking on Biden is like going to a dogfight and bringing a Jack Russell Terrier. 
<laughs> Kevin McCarthy said the speaker votes show that Republicans know how to govern. That's like the captain of the Titanic running into the iceberg and claiming that he now knows how to steer the ship. McCarthy sounds <laughs> like he has his nuts cut off so he can have them reattached and have them cut off again on a regular basis. In this clip, Kevin McCarthy addresses reporters in a press gaggle following one of the failed speaker votes. Go right ahead. <laughs> Leader, are you going to stay in the race, Leader McCarthy? You're not yes. I'm not going anywhere. Are you sick? We did have an intense conference, and it's intense for a purpose. We have worked for a long time. I've been leader for four years. I came into this position, we had less than 200 members. We are now sitting in the majority. We put forth to the American public a commitment to America. There's times we're going to have to argue with our own members if they're looking at for only positions for themselves, not for the country. For the last two months, we worked together as a whole conference to develop rules that empower all members. But we're not empowering certain members over others. Last night I was presented the only way to have 218 votes if I provided certain members with certain positions, certain gavels, to take over the church committee, to have certain budgets. And they even came to the position where one, Matt Gates said, I don't care if we go to plurality and we elect Hakeem Jeffries and it hurts the new frontline members not to get reelected. Well, that's not about America. And I will always fight to put the American people first, not a few individuals that want something for themselves. So we may have a battle on the floor, but the battle is for the conference and the country, and that's fine with me. I, I have the record for the longest speech ever on the floor. I don't have a problem getting a record for the most votes for speaker, too. Thank you all. Well, I don't, I, don't, I don't see how a few people, maybe it's five, maybe it's 20, sit because they want a gavel that they can't earn by the conference of themselves. That would be interesting to me. That's not what the constituents voted him for. I mean, I think he holds the record for probably, you know, looking like he's crying on the inside just after John Boehner. I mean, you know, if we thought, I mean, if we thought Boehner was a wuss, what's this guy look like? This guy, this guy, as, as a member of the LGBTQ community, I'm going to say it. He's what we call a turbo bottom. <laughs> he's what we call a closeted turbo bottom. He, 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 he's talking about how he's not going to let Matt Gates do, stu do stupid things and, and have undue influence. And then, he's, and then he pretty much lets Matt Gates and Margie Green basically ride roughshod over him. They look like they're making eyes at each other in lots of photographs. I mean, I, I saw a bunch of video clips of the two of them together and it's kind of wondering. I mean, I know McCarthy had an affair in you know, his past with somebody else in Congress. So, I mean, he does have a tracker. If he's having an affair with Margie Green, dude, I'll say it. No, 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 no. He he can't do better. He he. I was going to say he could do better. No, he can't. He can't. He can't. He can't. I, I mean, I was gonna say maybe you know, he 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 can he can he, he might be able to get you know a blow up doll, but no, nah, he, he can't. Even a blow up doll is gonna go no. I was just waiting for Santos to say, you know, hey, I, I'm speaker now, or I used to be speaker. Wasn't I great back then? 
I mean, this cast of characters is just unreal. I don't know. I think Kevin McCarthy, he, I think he'd be probably be the first person to be betrayed by his blow up doll at the rate that he goes. <laughs> I, I, I think somewhere, even Ronald Reagan is going, what the fuck? Abraham Lincoln certainly is going, yeah, saving the Union wasn't worth it. <laughs> I'd like to have a drink with Boehner and Paul Ryan right now and like go over this and say, so guys, what do you think about your party now? <laughs> I'm in South Florida visiting family and doing some road gigs right now, and I got to be honest, I know Boehner spends a lot of time down here in South Beach, and I'm like, one, that's weird for a guy like him. Well, maybe I'm wrong. And two, if I roasted him, I think he'd cry. Hmm. I mean, you know, would, would roasting him be like elder abuse at this point? I don't know. I mean, I think like, because he used to, he used to get weepy, like at the opening of a supermarket. So, I mean, really, you wouldn't have to do, you wouldn't have to do it. Like you would have to use... Like the old line, nice tie, Sparky. I guess they couldn't guess your weight, and then that would that would do it. That would be it. Mission accomplished. I mean, he's so small. He had to prep himself up when he showed up and looked at the guy with the mask and said, "Are you sick?" You know, it's like, "Ooh, a little bit of bullying will inflate my balls." You know, like. Dean, thank you so much for bringing that up because I was going to bring that up and I it just didn't seem as relevant. But it was like, what a dick, it's like so coy. And, and like, what a bizarre insult, like, oh, you want to wear a mask? Oh, I'm going to not only point it out, but then also say something like, like, like making a fart face, like, ew, are you sick? Like, after we just went through a goddamn global pandemic. I'm sorry. Yeah, that, that really, I'm so glad you brought that up because that rubbed me the wrong way. Never seen that. Never seen anybody sick. You know, how dare you're sick. You're a weak ass man. I mean, or (laughs) that where he's in a crowd full of people who don't believe COVID is real. So he probably is wearing a mask to attempt to protect himself from a whole bunch of people who aren't wearing masks. And if he is sick, he's doing the right thing by covering his face in a room full of people. Like what about that is insult worthy? While Fox may be able to successfully avoid any coverage over their legal battle with Dominion following the false claims of election fraud, the 2020 election, they are sometimes asked to focus on coverage of their part-time puppet master, and even react accordingly, as is demonstrated in this brief clip. All right, um, we're going to break in with this Fox News alert here. Uh, we have just gotten word <gasps> former President Donald Trump has been indicted hmm. by a grand jury in New York. It's it's an excuse for them to ignore all of the ineptitude that's uh, being exhibited by the Republican majority in Congress. And then they can go, look how they're attacking him. Why are they doing this? And then they can, they can, it's an excuse for them to scream Hunter Biden for an hour. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. I mean, we like to think that this is, you know, a big win for, you know, the legal system showing that something can, can still work. But, you know, at the same time, anything, you're going to have a group of people or even certain media outlets who are going to go ahead and take it and and spin it into something negative. I mean, that's uh, that's that's going to be that's just inevitable. But they have nothing to say to defend him. That's the that's the problem. 
all they're all they're saying is, well, look at what's Joe doing, or look at Hunter Biden. Oh, poor poor Donald. They they have nothing to say to defend him. They they may want to talk about DeSantis, and he's uh, making his own mistakes there in Florida. So they're doing like the look squirrel. Yeah, that's right. (laughs) If history is any indicator. We know that the legal system is not the only thing of which Donald Trump doesn't have a clear grasp, and he needs all the assistance of people with even the most basic knowledge of how certain aspects work. The same also goes for the simple practice of voting, as this clip of Trump from a 2004 Access Hollywood piece shows us. Where are we going? There's no line at all here. Oh, why? Do I have to go to a different place, actually? There's a little drama at the the polling booth. We like that. We have the paperwork. Double check. I'm calling my lawyer right now. Go ahead. Work on it. Wherever you want us to go, where do we go? 520. 520 Park Avenue. Okay, I like that location better. Come on. (laughs) It's a richer location. Bye. Bye, everybody. Tell to get it right the next time. Will you please? Hello, gorgeous. How are you? Hello, how are you? Nice seeing you. I am going to stand in line. Your vote is one vote. His vote is a giant vote. Hi, folks. How you doing? Make sure there's no cheating here, right? They don't have any reason. You believe this? They don't have it in this book. He's not in. He's not in my book either. Is there any way to check ahead of time if that's what? Maybe we call three one one. At this point, maybe nine one one is a better option. All right, so it's not here, right? Hi, fellas. How are you? You have my name here? If his name is not on these rolls, there will be a huge combustion in here. Well, I'm going to fill out the absentee ballot. You didn't do right by me. You didn't do right by me, man. You know that, right? You know that. So what was that all about? Come on, Billy, let's go. Come on, let's go. I saved that guy's life and he forgot about it. That's the real, this is not the boardroom stuff. This, that's the real no, stuff, no. that guy. I saved that guy's life, he's a bag. I saved his life and he forgot about it. Okay, that's, that's it. <laughs> okay, back to the task at hand, completing a provisional ballot. And I've just voted. At least you can say the Trumpster doesn't give up. That's right. Right? You gotta vote. Donald, who'd you vote for? I don't hear a word you say. <laughs> I just remember thinking at the time that that was the most cringe that he sounded on Access Hollywood. It was like, you know, little did we all know. You remember that? You remember when that aired? I do. Yeah. Wow. I'm so disappointed that you watch Access Hollywood. Yeah. <laughs> Tom's research staff is top notch. He's like, he's not, but, but Jeff, he's not even saying research staff. He's like, no, no, I was in front of the TV. I was watching with bated breath as Donald Trump went to vote with Billy Bush. Billy Bush was more about Tom's love life. with him when he uh, made the infamous comments that yep. we thought would knock him out of the race and did not. <laughs> right. He went on to be president. Where is Billy Bush? <laughs> on that clip that I remember because I was a college student and I couldn't afford cable. So I got to tell you, I've never seen that clip. It, it It is fascinating. It is fascinating to see just what a despicable human being. I always knew he was. <laughs> you like the way you try to charm the lady? Hello, beautiful. Hello, gorgeous. Oh. But that's what that, remember we were talking about earlier, like how he would be if he met those people that he really couldn't stand. He's yeah. a charming guy to a certain amount, amount of people. You could yeah. see it. he doesn't charm any of us, but 
you know. Hey, is that charm or smarm? I mean, like, what is that? That's no, like, the smarm uh, was, I like the other place better. It's richer. The charm yeah. was, hello, beautiful, because he kept his hands to himself. Ugh. <laughs> We're all comics. We've all smarmed at various <laughs> venues. <laughs> I don't smart. I like the chicken finger buffet at this other club better. Let's go. Polite Kitty is a notorious smarmer. Everybody talks about it. Everybody talks about <laughs> You're it. You're damn right. I need my free drink tickets. Ugh. <laughs> 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 uh, the irony in that video is also, I mean, mwah, uh, chef's kiss there because that's exactly what happens in Georgia. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> Well, at least we can say Trump is really, truly the biggest groomer because he groomed that party exactly how he wanted it to go. Wow. Polite Kitty, you just made Trump creepier than I thought possible. Wow. Good for you. <laughs> nice Your job. first time on this show, too. That's commendable. In yeah. The debut, that... debut podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you what, I'm going to invest in some Polite Kitty rookie cards. That's where I'm going. <laughs> Distrust of authority and outrage about the use of excessive force is something that transcends race. In this cell phone video, one metropolitan area resident uses a traffic stop as an opportunity to express his displeasure of the overuse of police resources. This many officers for one fucking person pulled over and people yelling out, let that man go home. You guys are pulling over any other cars. Let him go home. Let that man go home. Let that man go home. You pulled over no other cars. Let that man go home. You guys aren't pulling over any other fucking cars. He was driving home. You guys are showing a force for fucking nothing. They are in their domicile. You have no reason to fucking go in there. Back to, You go back to your fucking office and quit your job, you fucking elitist piece of shit. You're a fucking person of color. How can you justify this shit, bum-ass bitch? You too, fat boy. Fuck you. Memorize my house. I'll be out of this lease next week. Fuck you. I know you motherfuckers are tracking me anyway. Smirk, bitch. Smirk. Drop that and I'll meet you off front for an agreed upon. Look at you fascist pieces of shit. Thank you for not shooting at us immediately tonight. That was a nice gesture. After your fake-ass Academy Award winning performance with that knee yesterday. You fucking pieces of shit. Fuck you. Fuck every one of you. Find a job with competitive fucking pay and benefits and stop serving that bullshit. You black cops with a smirk on your face are fucking disgusting. Fuck you. Go home. Go get beaten by your fucking husbands and make sure you guys get an extra smack in on your wives and the suicide rate drops, you fucks. Oh, damn. Grief. Hey, Tom, you gonna save that for last? Yo, I'm gonna watch that again. I need to watch that while I smoke. I'm not even sure what who was getting pulled over. We just saw like a bukkake of cops, you know, like, like that. yo, that was like yo, that was a little army. That really scared the fuck out of me. <laughs> me too. <laughs> All that for one person. All that for one person. I have a feeling that guy has a habit of just yelling at who's ever walking by the building and videoing <laughs> on his phone. And he happened to pick like that moment is it was the cops. one that happened yeah. to go viral. Yeah. 
And I'm it was glad, though. Like, it could be anybody, right? Like, Well, at, at least he used his white privilege to a good use for once. Agreed, you know? agreed. Thank you, thank you. That's why, listen, that's why. That's why if I you're going to be a bystander and you want to be a male Karen, then use it against cops to protect yeah. a white guy. Like, you know? Yeah, because I got I to gotta, I gotta say, I'm not, too, I'm, well, I'm not a fan at all of it. Uh, what is, what is my my sister-in-law, she's white, and she calls it white silence. And oh. that video... That video, he, he demonstrated none of that. For those self-conscious attendees looking to do a casual hookup, there are always new methods to become noticeable to the opposite sex. In these YouTube video excerpts, we can see why the future of life on this planet as we know it is and should be doomed. How do you survive spring break? What do you do? Lots of water. Lots of water. Gatorade. Okay. Um, I just make sure that I every time I get home safe, I don't want to be out in the streets, you know. Uh, okay. And what water. A, and water. Well, what about you? I feel like anytime I go out, like I'm just used to it by now. You're used <laughs> to it. Okay, guys, listen. We need to get to the bottom of this. Who's sleeping around in the friend group? Who the fuck is sleeping around? Uh, the one who's not here right now. She's over there. Oh yeah. We gotta get her. Do you know where she is? Do you know where she is? No, no, wait, we can't. No, yes, we can. Are you putting something on the right now? Yeah. Do you have any advice for me? Like, you, you, could you actually put that on me? I, I didn't bring any. Can we put sunscreen on you? Yeah. Yeah, come on. No, low-key, like, I might get skin cancer, and I'm going to blame you. Everybody's going to watch this and be like, that girl in the video, she didn't fucking do it. You know, she could have done you a little service. So, are you down to help me out? Okay. Okay. Oh, goddamn. That's colder than my ex-girlfriend. Holy fuck. Jesus. All right, what's your name? Kendall. Okay, Kendall. Yeah, keep doing what you're doing. Keep doing what you're doing. I have a very quick question, if you don't mind. No, you're scared. I'm not gonna attack you. Oh. All right, let me ask you a question. All right, what's up? How much attention are you looking from for like, like why why are you doing this? Like, is so this TikTok or like so, you just like the attention? No, so basically we're streaming. YouTube? No, so we're streaming for Pornhub.com right now. Oh yeah. And so basically, like I interview the girls and then we, you know, if they want with consent, obviously we take them home after we do like casting couch and shit. All right. So you are you what? down? Peace out. <laughs> because it wouldn't be a spring break episode, I figured, without at least you know, showing someone who would give off incel vibes. Fox News really has changed after the Dominion settlement. <laughs> <laughs> I I like it because it shows that the hustle never stops. Like instead of just getting fucked up at, at, at the beach and hitting on people, he's like, you know what? got to get a couple of hits on the old youtube and tiktok while i'm at it and yeah so you know you know what really sucks is like the camera guy who was probably just there to hang out and he's like hey i need you to film this on your iphone and he was like really i just kind of want to do mushrooms and, and hang out and listen to music and now all of a sudden he has to be like a steven spielberg director for this jerk at the beach like hitting on women and er no woman was into it that was the other cool thing is like they were like damn this guy sucks everyone thought he sucks that was awesome. No one was like, oh, that's kind of, you're kind of charming and interesting. They were all like, this dude sucks. It's lucky that he had abs or he wouldn't have nothing, man. If I had, oh man, if I was on the beach, oh, I'd be like, hey, what's up? Where are you from? What do you do? What's yours? Oh, some top tier crowd work. That's the one thing these influencers don't have. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say that guy definitely looked like he was halfway down a K-hole somewhere. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Well, that video was the video in its entirety was about nine minutes long. And I only got through the first three and a half minutes before I just said, okay, I had enough of this. 
And those excerpts are from those three and a half minutes. Where did you find that video? I literally Googled spring break douchebag. And that was the first (laughs) thing that popped up. Well, the reason I ask is because I want to know if he posted that because he thinks it's flattering for him or if like somebody else like revenge posted it because he looks so dumb in the video. You know what I mean? He's making such an ass out of himself that I'm like, does he, did he do this to himself or did someone do this to him? Well, it's on his YouTube channel, but I think Joe has a point. Maybe the cameraman is the guy who runs the channel and he goes on to Reddit or whatever other site and this is, Hey, Look at what an asshole my friend is. Yeah, because I don't think a lot of people like, realize the consequence of putting everything on the internet anymore. Back in the day, we had VHS tapes. You had to go to the VCR, put the tape into the v- the VHS thing into the VCR and watch it. There was like a lot of steps. Now you can just click it on a phone or a device anywhere and pull up meatheads like this guy. <laughs> I mean, his future wife is is really going to have a field day with that video. I mean, like anybody you're on any dating app, right? The first thing they're going to do is Google you. That video is going to come up and they're going to be like, oh, you're just an asshole. Like, I, yeah, I don't know. I don't see the motivation. Got to be That's inclusive. Very optimistic future, that- future husband, future husband, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> That's very optimistic. You think this guy's going to have a wife. <laughs> but before we go. My final thought. In the early days of my adulthood, as the global war on terror was starting, my parents told me, remember, in the event of a natural catastrophe, be negative. That's not your blood type. That's what we want you to do for a coping technique. (laughs) I was saddened to hear of the passing of actor and comedian Richard Belzer. I admired the man. He died at age 78, which is impressive when you consider that as a New York and L.A. comedian, He tended to age quicker than the rest of his fellow man. So when you hear he was 78, in comedian years, he was over 300 years old. (laughs) I can think of many other comedians who I would rather see die than Richard Belzer. Unfortunately, I'm not able to fit every one of them into one episode as allowed in the allotted time space given to me by IPM Nation and Odyssey Radio, even if I talk as fast as the guy from the Micro Machines commercials in the 1980s. (laughs) (laughs) Thus, thus I finally have a new reason to ask you to subscribe to the Patreon. There is a silver lining. Richard Belzer went out the way we all want to go out. Following Raquel Welch. (laughs) There is one positive thing so far about this year. I learned that penguins exchange rocks for sex. So now I know the origin for the expression, get your rocks off. Good night. This episode was written and hosted by Tom Myers with panelists Jeff Heisen, Abby Mello, Michelle Wojcikowski, Ward Morrow, Devine Kerr, Joshua Postel, Gina Brown, Sidney Allen, Davin Rosenblatt, Polite Kitty, and Joe Gorman. Theme music. Composed and arranged by Euron Vandenherick. Executive producers, Tom Myers, Matt Connerton for IPM Nation, and Eddie Carson for Odyssey Radio. Please leave a five-star rating and a positive review on Apple Podcasts. And don't forget to subscribe to our podcast's Patreon for extended episodes, bonus clips, and more. 
Thank you for listening, and please visit TomMyers.us. Hey everyone, thanks for listening. If you want to listen to more of this episode, go ahead and subscribe to my Patreon. There you can get extended versions of episodes like this one, as well as bonus clips. You can even listen to regular episodes without all these pesky little ads through which you have to fast forward. Doesn't really cost that much. Plans as low as $1 a month. Go to patreon.com slash Tom Myers, spelled M-Y-E-R-S. Show the love, subscribe, show your support today. That's patreon.com slash Tom Myers. Hi everyone. I'm Orb. I am not the official spokesperson for Ugly Funny Productions. That's A-W-D-L-Y Funny Productions. A-A-Ron is tied up right now. Shut up, I'll untie you in a minute. Here at Oddly, we're producing some great shows. Bombing Run, where comedians compete to see who's Joker Ace. And Orb's Wacky World, a talk show with a mix of comedy, uncomfortable questions, and music hosted by yours truly. When you think of comedy, think of Oddly Funny Productions. That's A-W-D-L-Y, funny productions. Now, how do I get out of here? Love this podcast? Support this show through the ACAST supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. 